I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank, 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 Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Here, Governor, here, Governor, try my lovely hot potatoes, try my lovely hot potatoes with a bit of butter. <laughs> Who is this? That was uh, telesales in Victorian England. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Oh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean. I'm with um, Alan Cochran, a.k.a. The Cockerel. Mm. I'm not doing the jingles. I might do them later on. You don't always have to. No, no. I don't. I feel like I have to do them every time. I thought that was coming. When Emily didn't get hers, I thought, oh, we're not getting it. Not no, getting but, it. you know, never say never. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Bob James Bond title? Yes, it is. It is, yeah. Never say never. Along never. with um, Skyfall. Oh, yeah, yeah. The new Bond film. Oh, is that right? That's what it's going to be called. It's all about how um, Kay Burley <laughs> is uh, taken out by a sniper <laughs> during the uh, afternoon news. I'm looking forward to it. She's not, she's not. She doesn't perish. She she comes back as a rebuilt uh, Bond villain. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like a scary version of those uh, moments in the 80s when people broke into the newsroom. Remember when it was, used oh, to be I live that. and some protesters got in? Oh, yeah, there they was the 80s or once. 70s. Yeah, yeah, I get mixed up with that and Jan Leeming's earring falling off. Yeah. So I don't think that was a protest. When uh, when news reading goes bad, clip shows or something. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love it when uh, when weather goes bad. That's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also pork. I don't know if you've seen that. When pork goes bad. When pork goes bad. <laughs> Lots of shots of people being oh. not being sick, but going oh. I know I wasn't. Yeah, I just don't know right. if I should have <laughs> I knew that. I knew that smelled a bit funny. Just an hour of that. <laughs> Frank, yes, we've had a text in already on eight twelve fifteen. On eight twelve fifteen, yeah. and it's from Steve. He's either called Steve Swansea. Um, he won't be called Steve Swansea unless he's a sort of a club comedian, well, <laughs> like that, Eric Morecambe or, <laughs> or David Essex, for that matter. In, in that case, he's no friend to the comma. But okay. uh, he says, "Hi, Frank and T." Do they have commas in Wales? There's no, there's no room. <laughs> Too many consonants. Someone's got to give. Go on. He says he loved the John Myatt portrait. So I haven't seen this. This was the show you did, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I did. A, I did a show called um, Fame in the Frame, mm. and um, it's a. This is a mystery to me. I was painted by John Myatt, who's a former art forger, mm. art for a, for a Sky Arts program, and um, I watched it this week. I've, I've, I've taped the whole series. It's a great show, and mm. it was um, Amelda Staunton and Jim Carter, the uh, well-known. Uh, married actor people uh, so I thought it was a very good show and then uh, then a man texts it in now and says I enjoyed so I don't know if I just maybe they do a thing if you're on the show yeah. you get a different one for a bit of variety <laughs> All right, yes, no. I'm sure that's exactly what they <laughs> do <laughs> get into your well, pop, <laughs> a man yeah. comes round in the day <laughs> well it, it just seems a bit odd doesn't it's it that everyone else sky everyone else the cities well mine was of course supplied by sky <laughs> so they, nice. that that is not out the question it's 3d for a start off wow <laughs> got I'm that. jealous that was yeah. a sincere wow there you know i still i've, I've caught the actual logo three times <laughs> i knew eventually <laughs> 
<laughs> I've actually got quite a good grip on the on the, the why of the sky, but then it's gone. Anyway, that's enough about sky. T- I mean, what is this? Some sort of promo? I um, speaking of um, cab drivers, <laughs> which I'm sure many of our listeners are. Yeah. In a kind of a, where is that cab driver, you know, all ready for their holidays? Oh, I thought you meant you no, sure they did, were you... cab drivers. Well, some of them will be cab oh, drivers. You did have so. a cab driver story that I'm quite keen to hear. Yes. Well, this, um, are you hurrying me along? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in a word. I, I yeah. got it, I, I, was at, I was at the BBC. That's my life. And um, I got into a car and we'd, we'd, we had, we, I don't know if we'd even left the precincts. Um, when... Uh, this guy said to me, oh, um, my daughter's a bit of a celebrity. And I thought, oh, it's interesting. Who's it going to be? And he was, he was, um, he was from the Asian subcontinent. Oh, so okay. I was thinking, I'm trying to think of a famous mm. Indian woman. And uh, he said, yeah, he said she's the youngest person to go to all the continents. He oh. said, including Antarctica. I said, oh, how young was she when she did that? He said, 205 days. No. And I said, right. Did you have to do some mental arithmetic yeah. where you divided that? I said, well, you must have been frantic. <laughs> he said, no, I went with her. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know what's 205 days, about seven or eight months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, that's a long... I mean, extraordinary Phileas Fogg child. Yeah, no, what he did was uh, he, he, real- he said he was browsing through the Guinness Book of Records. I mean, how 70s is that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, does it still exist, the Guinness Book of Records? But anyway, they always used to say, it was, in my childhood, it was, all, it was always just catching up with the Bible in sales. That was one of the big, that was one of the big head-to-heads. This was years before Blur Oasis. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was Guinness Book of Records Bible. Wow. Yeah. They were like that. <laughs> That's great. It was like, there was Cohen over it, Guinness Book of Records Bible. Yeah. yeah. And white bread, brown bread. <laughs> um, stalk butter. It's another big, big rivalry. Anyway, I'm not going to go through all the rivalries of my youth. But anyway, um, he said he was browsing through it and uh, he saw that the youngest person to go to all the continents was uh, about, a, about a year old or something. So he thought, oh. So, um, you know, he, books, he made some phone calls, booked some tickets and whizzed round the globe with his, um, with his tiny child. And she's in. So I was, I must admit, I was, uh, I was quite impressed by that. So um, I, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I've got a world record. Do you? Oh, I've what's got, that? Um, I've got the world record for having the least world records, oh, which is one, good. just one, which is for having the least world records. <laughs> it's quite a big group of us. But it, it's true, we've all that, got that record. Does that mean we're all in it? We're all, we've all, we're all record breakers. Or about that? Oh, oh good. <laughs> Shall we end this by singing dedication? Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's another there's another thing to this because oh, yeah. it it then what, turns that's out not, that's not the only achievement. No, that's not the only. I don't mean our achievement. I mean, <laughs> so he's got this daughter, and she's the youngest ever in yeah. Antarctica, etc. So his son gets to about four, and then says to him one day, "Why can't I have a world record?" Oh. And then the second quest. Begins. Oh. oh, he didn't just say to him, "You're too old." 
No, we're at four. Yeah, different record. It's after a different record. Yeah, world, isn't it? They had the tape measure out. Well, shortest man was a no go, <laughs> and uh, so he got the old uh, he got the Guinness Book of Records off the shelf again. Wow! And uh, this tale will continue. <laughs> Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. Where was I? Ah, yes. So, um, so the four-year-old kid says, uh, why, "Why can't I have a uh, record, Daddy?" And he says, "Okay, we'll find you." He said, uh, "What about multi polyglot?" And, and the oh. child said, "Pardon." The child says, uh, I- "I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, what he has to do in order to be the youngest multi polyglot, you have yeah. to speak six languages fluently. Six? Wow. So yeah. he's current. Bear in mind, he's current. He's six years old. Yeah. He's currently le- he's- he speaks English and Tamil already. Mm. He's currently learning Latin, Greek, Mandarin, <gasps> and Arabic. <laughs> Come for the easies. Oh. Yeah, also, so, not- so he's thinking by the time he's 10, he'll be the youngest multi-polyglot Guinness Book of Records. That's wow. amazing. I think I wish I'd had parents that had, yeah. had realised that you need to start early on these records. I worry about the gap. <laughs> these though, records. That means by the time he's, you worry 10, about the gap. The gap. He's. I think they're in pretty good state. He, Why have you heard something? <laughs> it's rumours like this that send companies down the plug hole. I, mean, I mean, these children should be working in the gap. They probably are indirectly. <laughs> a lot of children but, for the Asian subcontinent. That's what I meant. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's going to work. He's going to get in the Guinness Book of Records, age hmm. 10, and his sister's going to be like, well, nine years behind, loser, because she's got in there uh, under one, hasn't she? Yeah, but she's going to be thinking, well, I need to go two records now. Also, yeah. Next thing you know, it. she's uh, walking past the pork pie shop with uh, a wheelbarrow <laughs> for <laughs> her practice sessions. Let's face it, Frank, it's not like she's achieved anything. At least that second child. I don't wish to put her down. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Have no, you been to Antarctica? No, but I had been to at least four continents by the time I was about three. Had you? Yes. No, I, I was in continent. <laughs> as close as it gets. I didn't get on a plane until I was 33. I think I was... And even then 19. I was wearing a full-face balaclava. <laughs> Um, that was a different story. Anyway, it was apparently I'd, I'd, had, I'd had a lot of stress. I've got a squeaky chair. Sorry, everyone. Oh. Can you hear that? I can hear it. I thought it was, I assumed it was your spinal cord. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. I, I, I noticed a pool of um, syrup behind your seat. I thought all the fluid from your spinal cord was running out. So, um, yeah. So uh, I would have gone. I was thinking if my parents had had the foresight, I, I would never have caught my toenails. Oh yeah. Because that's a nice, easy one. Oh, yeah. But you've got to start early. I was thinking, fold them under, under the feet, and then round back of the ankles, up the back of the calves, right the way till they completely enclose my body. Uh-huh. Then when I lay on the floor on my side, I'd look like a murder victim. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, but you could do it. If there's anyone here now who's about to have a child, that's my advice. Work the record out in advance, and then you can, yeah. you can start... Yeah, because mm. you sometimes think, what's the point of having a child if they're not in the Guinness Book of Records? That's what this bloke has convinced me. I constantly and it has look such... at my own son and feel that anguish. It has such relevance now, the Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> it, it is, I think it's at the centre. And pick an unusual record. There's so many children now after the Britain's Fattest Man. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be... Uh... <laughs> Whether <laughs> they know it or not, they're in that competition. <laughs> they don't know it. <laughs> no, Destiny's pushing them that way. Well, not so much pushing them as rolling them. <laughs> But um, but pick pick an unusual record. Yeah, yeah. I, I often I wish my parents had been a bit more ambitious for me to be honest. 
because they were very You've done all right, haven't you? Oh well, they're very seventies and laid back. Mm. It, it was all very ambition is a bourgeois concept. They didn't like oh. that very much. Well, I like I like that as an attitude. Oh, do you, Frank? Mm, yeah. Oh, you would have liked. But no, I do wish they'd encourage me to be good at sport because yeah. I've never been very good at sport. And I just think those will like a William sister dad. That would be great. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel the same about uh, golf because it's obviously not done Tiger Woods any harm, has it? There's been no long-term damage about him being hot housed to become a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Do you think that's what made him sleep with lots of ladies? Because because he, he played golf as a child. Doesn't make any sense. I think it is. Uh, you think he can't go to bed without eighteen holes? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Too much pitch and putts. <laughs> yeah, I, I um. No, I don't know. You see, I, I um, was once taught Pilates by the former Lithuanian Sportswoman of the Year. I think, <laughs> I think, I think we all were in our own way. No, I was, <laughs> and yeah, it's absolutely true. And she'd been one of those um, gymnast oh, children yeah. who'd been uh-huh. taught by, and she said she hated it, you know. But she was in, she was in amazing shape. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, and and I think it's, it's. I used to have an English teacher who said to me that if he had a child. He would manacle it to a uh, piano for five hours a day. He said, and he'd hate me until he was about eighteen, and then he'd, he'd be eternally grateful because he'd. Uh, I mean, I think he'd be expected to play, it. <laughs> not just not keep the lid locked. <laughs> yeah, but it's a great opportunity to, um, yeah. you know, yeah, to build a record breaker. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. We've had a text in. Frank, my daughter is just starting to learn to drive. Is there a world record for most expensive car insurance? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, bit... When you next phoned them up, Tony, in Cambridge, uh, add that she works in entertainment and see how That'll that goes for you. <laughs> yeah. I did that once and I said, why is my insurance so high? And they said, uh, you're a... You work in entertainment? I said, oh. and? And they said, well, we associate with late driving and a lot of uh, alcohol and drug abuse. Mm. Oh, I said, well, I, I, don't, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do anything. She said, yeah, but imagine if you gave Terry Wogan a lift home and there was an accident, what if he sued? <laughs> Am I going to... Don't they think you're at a show and you say, do you want to... Which way are you going, Terry? I'm uh, probably... Drop, you know, there's a car, there's a car comes for Terry Wogan. <laughs> also, I don't like what they're suggesting about Terry Wogan's lifestyle either. Also, that he'd be vindictive enough to <laughs> sue. I, I don't yeah. know, Terry, but I'm not sure he's that litigious, is he? No. Well, I suppose it depends on the extent of the injuries and whether he, <laughs> whether he blame me. I think Evans might, but it let's could be, um, it, You know, it could be terrible. Could, I, I, I don't know... If I had to write a list of people I see disappearing through my windscreen at a sudden break, he'd, he'd be quite low down. I couldn't cope yeah. with Terry, especially if you looked on the hair, was still on the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't cope. But you can imagine yeah. that he wouldn't. Be, he wouldn't go. Watch out, Frank! He'd go. Oh, watch out! We're about to it. I mean, there'd be no. There'd be no urgency. That's oh, why well. it wouldn't be a right warning. No. Yeah, but on the subject of world records, I uh, I do wish that I had been uh, encouraged to do gymnastics by my mum. She was very encouraging, sports-wise and stuff like that. No, I mean, (laughs) I just think there isn't an area in my life that wouldn't be improved by the ability to do a backflip. I genuinely think most bits of life would be better if you could think... I can backflip out of this. Yeah, that, you know, that's true. Yeah. If you had a meeting and it wasn't going well, just, I can leave this through the backflip. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell, because the most joyful moment in men's life is scoring a goal at football, and even then, there's some of them that score a goal and do a backflip, and the others don't. That's proof, isn't it, that backflips are... 
fun to do. I'm still ch- I'm still chewing over the most joyful moment in a man's yeah, life. Oh, scoring a goal. Like to properly score a goal in a football match where people are watching, that's properly exciting, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, uh, do you remember the guy who beat me at um, Noughts and Crosses? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I played him this week Roll at uh, Sis- I played him at Scissors <laughs> Paper Stone and won three 0 Oh good. <laughs> and I don't think uh, I don't think a backflip could have made me any happier. Really? Oh, I love these retro tournaments you keep having with this character. Yeah, I'm looking for a nice, simple. I can't be bothered to be um, charging games. You know what I mean? The computers oh. and things. I just, right. I want I want to get back to the old chess. The well, old. Let's know how the old conquers next uh, week. Chess. I find chess quite hard. A uh, conquers would be. You that's a conquers. good idea. You and yeah. him are, next week. are they in season, Conkers? They are. Oh, are, are they ever? That's so house is full of them. Don't you have to soak them in urine, or if I, if I, is that? Mm. Um, think you're thinking of something else. <laughs> Don't know what, but I think you're thinking. Of <laughs> it's Conkers or Mexicans. <laughs> I don't, oh, I'm, I'm sure it makes, it makes them hard, and maybe it's football boots. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. get a very stiff football boot, I think you're supposed to soak them <laughs> in. You got urine and dubbing mistaken. No, then. I was talking to David Badil about this because he's got some stiff football boots, and he said you must know some old worldy uh, <laughs> things. And I said I believe you soak them in urine, but it was easy when I was a child to just hang them out the bed. Oh, but yeah. uh, of course, they, you know, middle class people—they don't have a, a, you know, a concentrated <laughs> area of urine in the house. <laughs> you know, you call that progress? Not Frank. Uh, <laughs> what else? I think Cockrell Junior might well be in the uh, in the Guinness Book of Records for collecting conkers and for the ability to have the same conversation. He asked me the other day when he was in his bath and he had a little, um, like a floating. Uh, thing that you stick on the side of the bath and it was floating and he put a little lego man on it or something like that and i said oh it's like a raft and he said what's a raft and i said it's like a floating ledge and he said oh. a floating ledge yeah that's what i went for i never that's a quite yeah. a good definition of like a raft. That. well i think it is but then cockerel jr went what's a floating ledge and i said it's <laughs> like a raft and oh, well. he went what's a floating what's oh, no, a raft? you, but like you a made it circular i know and yeah. once i started i could not be broken 25 minutes later he was still in the bath in cold water and we were still having the exact same oh i bet he was crinkly i would yeah. have called social services <laughs> yeah, exactly god you could have grated cheese on him <laughs> I've been to the dentist this week, first time for 18 months, and you know last week we were talking about hearing people say, what's the damage? The person in front of me at the dentist walked up after he'd been in and said, what's the damage? He's coming back. Well, I thought, it's a good job that he said it to the woman on reception rather than the dentist, in case the dentist then went, (laughs) oh, you've got some early tartar corrosion (laughs) on your molars. I was going to say that, could have been a genuine inquiry. Early tartar erosion on your molars. (laughs) Something like that. I know, I know. It's serious. Been okay. t- turned out about teeth? 17 quid. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, fine. But uh, the dentist had uh, had the radio on. He had a bit of Radio 2 on, and uh, and I was thinking... Oh, what, in the actual... Uh... In the in the thing, yeah. It was, uh, it was a weekday, so it was a... Uh, you're listening to Ken Bruce. Uh, we had a little Ken Bruce moment, and, yeah. uh, and I was thinking, what... Would it have been better had it been absolute? Had it? I mean, I don't know. Had it been? I mean, I might have said, you know, I can't listen to Matt Berry's voice. Could you do some drilling? Um, but you can't maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I went round David Baddiel's house <laughs> the other night, and his son Ezra, um, uh-huh. his little boy, yeah. was saying, uh, "It's absolute radio, Matt Berry." Matt Berry. It was brilliant. <laughs> he was better. I might bring him in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But he's only a little man as well. He's going, oh, it's absolutely right. It's terrifying. 
it was a slightly weird moment because I suddenly realised, oh, we're on the radio on Saturday mornings, and people are probably not in the dentist's chair uh, during this. But I, I don't know. I think you get you can have a Saturday morning. Could you? Yeah. Could you? Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm still a bit old school. I think everyone does Monday to Fridays in the real world. Oh, I've been, I've no, been at nine o'clock on a Thursday at my uh, oh, oh yes, late late night Thursdays what at my dentist. I always do a weekend. You've got a bit of free milk at schools. Times have changed, like. I am. I am still in that mindset. <laughs> But what do, what are people doing when... The, I like the idea that somebody... Because we know vaguely, don't we? We know that there's a, a woman who's an athlete who was listening to us in the waiting room oh, yeah. before going in the competition. Emma, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Wasn't the, there a scientist the... that was working and listening to the podcast? But yeah, I don't know a representative these people. I don't. I hope there's someone doing some farming. the bulk farming. of our listeners are um, World Athletics Championships <laughs> competitors, <laughs> we're struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine most of our listeners are, are, are still in bed. Oh, yeah. That's why I always think. That's why I never read uh, erotica out <laughs> on the show. Oh, I hope I they're all I, in bed. I don't it's want sleazy. that kind of responsibility, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. I think most of them are in bed. That's what I've always imagined. But uh, maybe that's um, that's where I'd be if I, I wasn't doing this show. the 20-somethings will be lying in bed having that sort of you-make-the-tea, no-you-make-the-tea argument that you have when you're in your 20s. Well, no, I didn't have a girlfriend when I was in my 20s, so... <laughs> It was either, it was, where's my sherry? (laughs) (laughs) When I lay in bed in the morning. But we're all different. Well, I'd love to know what, if anyone's in anything unusual that they they can tell us about. How could they tell us that? 8.12.15? Well, they could text us on 8.12.15. I think that would be acetab. I I listened to Ian Lee in the bath the other night. (laughs) What was he doing in your bath? (laughs) I can't believe Why didn't he shut the door? (laughs) That that is, I shot an elephant in my pyjamas, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, how was that? <laughs> it was quite enjoyable. But you, I do find, when listening to the radio in the bath, mm. um, you've got to time your dunks, because you go underwater. Hold it. No, thanks. <laughs> you know when you dunk your head underwater? I get, I must, I get out for that. <laughs> I was going to say, I go before, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get, I get out for... Uh, I mean, I'll stay in, I'll stay in for liquid, but I'll... <laughs> I'll get out for, for a little vegetable mineral. <laughs> Absolute radio... With Frank Skinner. Emily. Yes, Frank. Um, now, I was telling you about how uh, I sometimes, well, the other night, I was listening to Ian Lee in the bath. Yes. And it was very enjoyable, the experience. Don't sound surprised. No, I adore Ian Lee. He's one of my faves, the, the Lee Meister, as I think they call him. Is that what they call him? No, I've just made that up. I call him uh, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> to his face. It's shorter, isn't it? It's I call him Ian Lee when I'm speaking about him in the third person. Mm-hmm. I don't know him well enough to call him Ian in the third person. I don't like it when people do that. So like when Ian. Ray Wilkins is yeah. is the co-commentator on Chelsea and he says, oh, Frank did very well there. I think, no, mm. I know you used to work with them, but now you just back off. Back yeah. off, butch. That's my new catchphrase. Back off, butch! <laughs> We've had lots of texts in. Good! About, and they're telling us what they're doing whilst listening to us. Oh, yeah. Why up? Is this there? No, it's all cl- it's relatively clean. It's all broadcastable. Okay. So relatively far. clean. That's that's, <laughs> a, that's what I call this show. Seven two one. The whole family are listening on our way to a karate lesson. See, that oh. makes me want more. I want to know what style are they doing Shotokan like the cockerel did. <laughs> oh yeah, of course the cockerel yep. was a big first down uh, black belt. Karate cock. Oh yeah, first down. Yeah. I'd like to know more, but I don't want to force them to take. No, don't, don't force them because no. if you imagine that car is a seething, bobbling mass of pre-violence. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're all getting keyed up to get going there and cause some. Uh, 
I think what I want to ask on the way back is what's the damage? Yeah. <laughs> Both to you and to your opponents. <laughs> might be a cataclast. They might not hurt each other. I'm worried about his. Um, There's all the jargon. Yeah. yeah I do I'm worried right, about him, him steering on the way back when he's got be quite a lot of resin on the hands. From. Uh, oh. You know, from the resin tray. Oh. Where he gets in. <laughs> you think it's like Bloodsport with Jean Claude Van Damme? They don't use a resin tray. <laughs> Do they not? Oh, yeah, they wrap their hands the in string and dip them in hot perhaps wax. Some, perhaps I'm thinking sumo. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a great one. It's a whole family on our way to a sumo lesson. <laughs> that would have been a great uh, image. <laughs> That's from absolute we're our, Japan. We're on our 12th <laughs> packet of jammy dodgers and we haven't got off the drive yet. <laughs> Uh, 549, listening to you strimming on a farm in West Sussex. Strimming? Excellent. That's from Smalley. Uh, but we need to know if he has a cockerel. That's what we need to know. Oh, he has a cockerel. I bet he, I bet, is he called Smalley? Yes. I bet he, he gets is. very confused when I go. Mm. I bet he checks his watch and goes, he, he's a bit, <laughs> hang on a minute. He's a bit off this morning. <laughs> um, Brian. I think that's the name of their cockerel. Strimming is um, mm. now. Forgive my ignorance. Is that like cutting grass with like a, a whiz, a whiz I wheel? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's call it a strimmer or a whiz wheel. Yeah, um, I, I think a whiz wheel is better, isn't it? <laughs> We've had a few. Do they not use? Uh, do they not use hose on the? Uh, and no, not, not since that guy shot Rihanna <laughs> off. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, scythes is oh, what I'm scythes, after. Do they not yeah. have scythes? Like those Grim Reaper accessories. I'm not sure the scythes are uh, in farming. I don't know. I don't know why I'm, I'm now suddenly being a consultant for the farming well, you community. you sound a bit north, and I, I imagine <laughs> you've... Uh, you know your way around a combine harvester, am I right? No, you I bet you know your way around a harvester. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, you should see me at a buffet. Um, yeah. Anymore? Yeah, oh, yeah, plenty of dog ones, actually. I like Baz in Dorset, Cockrell. What's Baz in Dorset? He Where's says, he I've sat on my bed with my three Rottweilers, Boss, Bear and Stella, having a cheese and onion crisp sandwich. I, w- I, wouldn't, let them on the, uh, I wouldn't let them on the bed. Oh, don't touch their dish. Don't let them on their <laughs> bed. <laughs> so definitely don't touch their dish. They don't like it. Three Rottweilers, definitely yeah. don't touch their I dish. I like the, crisp, the cheese and onion sandwich, crisp sandwich, yeah. though. I love one of those. Plenty of yeah. butter is the secret with that. No, yeah. Baz has got some, what he calls, Tommy sauce. Tommy's arms? Yeah. What, yeah. on crisp sandwich? Yeah, apparently. Baz is something of an eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a I think we'd already player. established that with the three, three Rottweilers. Three Rottweilers <laughs> on the bed. Mm. I don't, I'm not keen on that. I sometimes uh, listen to a podcast on a dog walk, so I can sort of see why that would catch on. And somebody else has texted in, listening, out walking the dog, Simon, in Ampt Hill near Bedford. Good. Good. Uh, that's. I, I like. I like. I'm getting a real sense now of our yeah. of our people. Yeah. If I was Baz, what I would do, mm. I'd just just get my fingers just under the edge of the fitted sheet, mm-hmm. just ping it up. Get the three of them in it. <laughs> carry them <laughs> <Right. him> downstairs. <laughs> on, on the and bed. say no on more the on the, no more on the bed. <laughs> you three. Imagine. I don't know if you've ever seen um, three Rottweilers in a tightly secured fitted sheet. It's Oh, it's fun. Was that your follow-up single? I never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) It's my new book. It's a picaresque novel. Set in the dog training world. Frank, 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 Skimmer. Frank Skimmer. Absolute Radio. 
people have been texting it. And Baz, who had the Rottweilers, has returned the... Uh, had the Rottweilers? Oh, now what's happened? <laughs> I was, was just giving you a pressy of who I meant. He didn't uh, put him in the fitted seat with a couple of house bricks and then to the nearby well, lake. He's, no, he's referred to that, though. Baz here again, it's their bed. They let me on it once a week as a treat. I tried that fitted sheet trick once, but now I'm known as Fingerless Baz with the two false legs. Oh. Good, oh. yeah, yeah. But he has added lol. Uh, oh. Which has made me think, oh dear, <laughs> you've, you've blown it, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might, it might not be, it might not be, laugh out loud. Yeah, good old Baz, he spent, <clears throat> what, a pound? <laughs> yeah, yes. I've, done, I've got a frog in my throat, keep talking. Okay, well, Frank, we've had <clears throat> 759. Wrap it in a fitted <laughs> sheet. <laughs> Frank! <laughs> oh my god, that's the worst thing you've ever done. Oh, it's taking no. me back to the sherry days. Oh, it was, it was a, it was, it was a mime. Don't worry, folks. Fine. Fine, dry retching, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll stick around. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. um, we've had a text in seven five nine. There's still us monkeys working on building sites for normal pay, but don't worry, we are listening and enjoying it. Nice. No, I think that was a double-edged sword, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. double-edged hod. <laughs> it would be brilliant if they actually are monkeys. Oh, that'd be great. Because I've often thought there's no reason why they, they couldn't do building work. Mm. As long as they didn't... Obviously, the architecture and stuff like that, but the general labouring... Of course, if they this could is be a trained. Text this, this is not helping, is it? Well, <laughs> you going, yeah, you could be monkeys instead. His word. <laughs> well, he's probably got a more... Te- no, but do you think monkeys... Gen- my, you know, my mm. granddad believed that monkeys should be sent to war. <laughs> <laughs> because... Um, I mean, not not in the skilled jobs, but in you know, it's just imagine Front if you blind stuff. Well, imagine about you, you're yeah. there and about eight hundred <laughs> chimpanzees come over the hill. It'd be absolutely terrifying. You'd yeah. be flummoxed. She this was in the days of lycra, though. Mm. What lycra? No, lycra. <laughs> well, there were where lycra. lycra. Not in the that. Dog. Not in that desert warfare. Like, like of the dog. I mean, when they sent animals into hostile environments. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They still have dogs at yeah. dogs at war, of course. Anyway, mm. I'm not suggesting that um, monkeys could completely run building sites. That would be ridiculous. But yeah. if you can text in, then they're obviously quite capable. Yeah, I mean, they've got, they got no alternating thumbs. <laughs> How do they do yeah. that? <laughs> you must have one of those big phones with the numbers on it, you know, like old people get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, my father's got one, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Old phones with big numbers. I don't know that. It sounds like a country and western song. Old phones with big numbers from you. Extraordinary. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Frank, we've had a text in from Mrs. C in Wiltshire. A little bit cheeky. I always tell oh. my husband that I'm in bed with Frank on a Saturday morning. Oh, oh Mrs. Mrs. C, <laughs> you are a one. Isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lovely thought, oh. though, Mrs. C. I hope she's wearing a nice flannelette <laughs> nighty. That's who I'm picturing, Mrs. C. Is that what you think? I mean, it's, um, it's not at the question that it could be a negligee. <laughs> it could, who knows? <laughs> oh, we should uh, mention 408, who's uh, texted in. Hi, Alan, Emily and Frank. If you want to play Conkers, my daughter has beaten her last year's total with a collection of 2,267 this AW, which I think means autumn, I mean, winter gonna, in Emily's week. need a lot of urine. Yes, AW. <laughs> <laughs> We played last night, but unfortunately I won all three battles. You're supposed to let him win, so. <laughs> yeah, she's 12 and he's 47. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. And he's put Love the Show, Carl 408, which I think proves that he's a long-time listener, doesn't it? Long-time mm. listener, first-time texter. Unless that's his, his score, <laughs> his total tally. Yeah. For, oh, no. 
Well, there you go. She didn't text him because her no. fingers are too bruised and battered <laughs> from his wild lashing swings <laughs> at the conquering. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the subject of conquers oh. because I'd like to discuss the sheen of uh, Jodie Marsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Jodie Marsh. Did, oh. did you see? I did see Jodie Marsh. Jodie Marsh, in case you don't know, the former. Is she a former glamour model? I don't know what yeah. she used to be. Yeah. She's one of those people that's never really been. No. But, um,. She's reality TV star, that's what they call themselves now. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But anyway, she's she's become a bodybuilder and came fifth in the um some title championships. Yeah. I had to say I saw or I saw her on um on uh, Lorraine. Oh, um, yeah. What a video that was. <laughs> and um, Oh what a night. Of course, Lorraine couldn't get a good grip on her. Because <laughs> she was so oiled. It was oiled like try, it's like trying to take up if you ever if you ever grabbed an enormous hike when you've been on a fishing trip, <laughs> oh my, that you can't do it. She's anyway, very ripped, she though, isn't she? Very oiled up. Ripped. Very. I tell you something. I, I honestly felt I was going to cry. Did oh, you, did you? Frank? I really, I really, I've never been so. Oh no, because she, I don't. It's in the paper as well. She's got this incredible like body and all bronzed and all that. And she had like a little, the little cop she'd won. <laughs> it was like one of them, you know those places where they'll cut you a key? Yeah. And they have trophies in the window. It was one yeah. of them little, you know, first year tug of war. It, w- little it was cop. like when I won the road safety trophy when I was five. Oh, yeah. I was so, I felt so sad. It reminded me that I never won, I was so rubbish at sport. One of the great tragedies of my life is that I love sport, but I can't do it. And we were in a thing called the Crocodile Race, which in itself, it's not Olympic, mm. before you look it up. And we came third in that, our house, as it were. Not not, not me and my family. Oh, yeah. Our house, like schoolhouse. And um, all named after Catholic saints, in case you're wondering. Oh. And, was, and uh, the first one's got a shield and the second one got a little cop and we got a piece of blue cardboard with third <laughs> on it. <laughs> And I remember, as I got it, because I, I, I'd seen footballers and stuff like this, I kissed the blue card. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. So, uh, we were talking about Jodie Marsh. We were. And I find that Jodie Marsh makes me feel fine. She's blowing <laughs> down the back roads. <laughs> yes, I think she looks um, amazing, really. Mm. Do you? Do you think she looks freaky and horrible? No, I mean, I was quite... She said it's, it's, she's done very well out of it. She said she's got at least 50 men interested in her. That's quite a lot of men, isn't it? She I don't think I men, know 50 men. No, I hadn't been interested in her for a while. She'd, yeah. Uh, she'd had a barren spell. But the, what are they... The marsh in, had been barren. A key barren spell. Are they interested in, in, in on what grounds, though? Well, I don't I, know, training tips. They might want her to just, you know, fill some robble bags. Because <laughs> she looks so... I mean, she has, Frank, 15 egg whites a day. I read that. Yeah, what a, I read what that. A, what a stupid figure that is. To get. I mean, at least if you're going to eat eggs to excess, yeah. eat them in multiples of six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I hate the idea of those three so left in the box. Between 12 so or 18, aren't you? Yeah. Maybe I eat that anyway. Day, I eat 15 egg whites a day. Do you? But it's probably in cake form. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not directly. And also, why... Um, why just the whites? Uh, it's oh. the the yolk has got the cholesterol in it, hasn't it? Exactly right. No, so no. I, I was just uh, sorry. I was just reading the history of P. W. Voter, <laughs> former South African president. Did I read that out loud? No, no. Um, no, but why? What is the the yolks aren't good for you? Well, 
there's a bit of debate about this because oh, actually I think the yolks have a lot of good fats that helps you. Uh, you know a lot about fat, mm. I, but Frank, it's, I'm a, it's like Jodie. A lot of people. I'm all about the protein. She for example, like in LA, a lot of people order an egg white omelette. That's very popular. Yeah. An egg white omelette. Yeah. That must be very pale. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, but it's lovely <laughs> and uh, keeps your weight what, down. What does she do with the yolks? I don't know. You see, what I what I do medieval question. What I do is I <laughs> I hard boil them, mm-hmm. and then I'd use them to make um, direction um, signs for the blind. Oh, <laughs> like large print braille. <laughs> That'd work, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. I'm not even sure. It last. Do you think this is true that she is eating 15 egg whites a day, or do you think it's just? I mean, that would be menacing no, as I well. Think it's 12. <laughs> I can't believe she's opening that third box just to take off. <laughs> if she starts having odd numbers, she's going to end up developing a seven pack. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants that in their life? It is true, because I've spent a lot of time... You're unaware of this, Frank's aware. I've spent a lot of time with the world's strongest men. Um, oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, I know they eat a lot of protein. Oh, they do. Set the alarm for four in the morning to eat a Mars bar. No. How I know that, I can't reveal. But no, no. no. <laughs> 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 sure that's not very advisable, you're thinking of. <laughs> They set the alarm for four in the morning to eat a Mars bar. Yes. Thank God they're not sleeping with Bazzy's three uh, Rottweilers. Oh, God, yeah. God, you wouldn't want to open the drawer on, on the Mars bar drawer three o'clock in the morning if you're on their bed. There, wouldn't it? Yeah, but surely that's just sugar. Surely the four o'clock in the morning. Mm. Oh, is this for the weight? Yeah, to weight exactly. Gain. Weight gain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it does make, um, now that Jodie Marsh is all muscly, it does be, if 50 men are chatting her up, it must be quite difficult to chat her up now, like, how do you let your eggs in the morning, love? 15, hard-boiled, <laughs> don't give me the yolks. Yeah. Oh, I'll leave it, it's all right. <laughs> it's quite a menacing chat-up. I like that you held her nose, you held your nose when you did that. Did you like that? <laughs> Was you she? trying to put that, you know, Hello, she's, got Mr. Radio. That, you know she's got that little bit of guttering on the bottom of her nose. <laughs> I don't oh. know if she's had that put on especially. It looks like she could she could display some very small magazines around the perimeter what, what of her nose. Work wasn't so sophisticated uh, in the 80s. I haven't the um, Frank, so do you and the cockroach, what do you think, I mean, physically, as men, do you think she looks nice? Does she look attractive like that? Well, I, I you know, she's striking. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I don't like is there's, there's, there's little bits of vein and that come up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm. Like little designs, yeah. yes. Um, and I, I, I'm not always happy with the ra- with the raised vein. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. You know how Madonna's you'd gone. Be, you'd be no good oh. in the anatomy class. Madonna's gone very veiny. I know. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. I, I, I think <clears throat> I've said before. She looks like stripped cable. <laughs> um, and she's going. And that that stuff that they put on the. Um, Oh, the gravy thing. The, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, that's not spray tan, that's beyond spray tan. No, it's a sort of a dark oil, isn't it? Do you remember there used to be uh, those, uh, that, the Cadbury's family on the beginning of Coronation <laughs> <Yeah>. Street? <laughs> she looks like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be, be fair, they, they didn't have the uh, muscular definition. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Bank, we've had some texts in. Good. Uh, oh, have we ever? Well, we've had one in. Um, this is from Kermit in York. <laughs> from Kermit. 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 Kermit in Yorkshire now, is it? Kermit <laughs> in Yorkshire. I imagine yeah. him sort of covered in warts. He doesn't need to be as close to the uh, Jim Henson studios anymore. <laughs> no, let's it? face it, things have, uh, things have dried up somewhere. <laughs> Kermit says, Is this classic rock or Radio 4? Play some rock, preferably Caroline by Quo. Oh, so it's a complaint you've read out. <laughs> I'm so 
horrifying. And it's all in capitals. So Kermit yeah. is shouting, which he never used to do. He used to have better manners in his well, head. He used to. He could, he could get a bit well, on the introductory <laughs> bit. <laughs> to yeah. introduce our guest star. That's what I'm here to do. Does he still this wear that he little pointed work, rock? He should work <laughs> on absolute classic rock, this guy. Yeah. To introduce our one and only Mr. Ted Nugent. <laughs> I think Big I right. know blokes like Kermit in Yorkshire. Don't, don't be anti-Kermit. I'm he's not got being his, anti- he's allowed his ties. And Caroline is a great his, track. I bet, he, I bet he got his nickname because, like, at school he had newts. And they went, oh, rather than calling you the newt guy, we'll call you Kermit the Frog. Like, it was one sidestep, you know, it's one yeah. of those... Anyway. I think he wore a strange pointed ruff around his neck, which is why he got the nickname Kermit. <laughs> this is the worst yeah. case possible. Um, okay, well, I think he could only raise his arms <laughs> with assistance from heavy duty wire. Okay, have we now done it? Yes. His name's Kermit. Do you think it, no one's ever mentioned that to him before? And ironically, we've had a text from 878 <laughs> saying, Not Hi, Hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, It'd be great if the mop... It turns out we've got loads of mop... She's I taking up weight training. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Frank, Emily and Cockrell. We are listening in our reptile shop in Oxford. Brackets, evolution reptiles, close brackets. Celebrating a year in our shop. That's nice, isn't it? Evolution reptiles. That's so they're still, they, they might have changed by the time you get them home. And that's Pete, Ricky <laughs> like, and it's Dave. Like, it's like, like Sonny. a chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sonning when you put it in your hair and then it would keep getting blonder. Yeah. These are actually evolving, these. Uh. I'm frank, <clears> I like the sound of the three friends, Pete, Ricky and Dave, running the reptile shop. Yeah. It's like Rainbow or something. Don't mind a reptile shop. Yeah. You don't mind. I t- sometimes, I'm not saying this is true of uh, Pete, Mickey and... Mickey? Pete, Pete Ricky, Ricky and, and Dave. Dave. Oh, Ricky, sorry, not Mickey. I thought mm. it might be Michael Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, I went in one once. Not in, can I say, not in... Uh, Oxford. Not in Oxford. Mm. And uh, they, they, they sort of had the, the creatures... I may call them that in drawers in like plastic I don't mean Victorian bloomers I mean oh. in like little plastic I didn't feel they had enough room oh right and it, it made me um, unhappy because mm. although you know I take or leave reptiles I, I don't like to see them treated badly so I, I hope that these these three are oh, um, sure give them a bit of you know elbow room mm. many of them I believe have elbows mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway that was reptile corner <laughs> and, uh, Quite a few people letting us know what they're doing while listening yeah. to the show. Yeah, good, I'm loving this. We... It's giving me a picture of the, of the our listeners. I've never it's really nice, had it? before. It's nice, yeah. to know, be able to fill in the gaps. You leave that Mrs C alone. I, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what I do like was uh, good morning listening to you on my way to Tai Chi. We had some going to karate and now we've got a more soft martial art. Yeah. Nice. Well, is it soft? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, I, I see it as it's, it's so profoundly, inwardly spiritual in many ways. It's more... It's a bigger and tougher thing oh, yeah, than yeah. punching people in the face. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying, Cockrell, with your your karate <laughs> bias. No, no. They, well, were, they were a good band. Maybe the karate bias. Yeah, <laughs> I've probably been in a band called Karate Bias. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I like. I, I never. I, I went to a Tai Chi one Tai Chi uh, workshop. I went to once, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all right. It's just all right. Oh. I tell you what I like about it. I like it when you walk through the park in the morning and they're like Chinese men and stuff just doing it on yes. their own. That takes incredible mm-hmm. courage, I think, mm. to do yeah. that. Mm. Yeah. It has made everything very still and calm. It's gone calm in here since we've mentioned Tai Chi. But Kermit's absolutely furious. She should shut oh. up and play some quo. All this calmness. Yeah. 
<laughs> we don't want calmness. We want pictures of matchstick men. <laughs> Frank, we've had lots of texts in. Oh, it's been a great day. I mm. feel that I feel that we're making contact. We've had uh, morning, Frank. I'm roofing in Shiplake. <laughs> is um, that one of the Rottweilers? <laughs> 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 That's Kelvin, who describes himself as also a monkey. Oh, I feel mm. I wish we hadn't brought up the. I didn't bring up the monkey thing somewhere. No, no it's Charles well, Darwin. If you're roofing, that'd be handy. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Darwin didn't just bring it up; he went on about it. <laughs> You'd say, sure up about the monkey I bet thing. he works at Evolution Reptiles. <laughs> well, Evolution Reptiles have, uh, have texted in. Or have they, they bolt? They've texted in a picture saying our snakes aren't in drawers. <laughs> Ricky and Dave are. Our lawyers will pictures. be in touch. That's nice. Oh, they <laughs> no, that, that's good. So they've sent pictures of snakes. Yeah, they're not litigious. Not like uh, Wogan. Um, no. <laughs> so. I don't know where Wogan keeps his uh, anaconda. Oh, Frank. <laughs> what? What? That was... You, you see... <laughs> honestly, it's, it's, it's all gone so wrong. Frank, um, we've had uh, another text in. Picking up dog doos from the garden whilst listening to Frank and mates. That seems strangely apt. <laughs> and actually, Simon in Ampthill, who was uh, walking his dog... Simon Ampthill used to do bus cops. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, now, apparently, he's walking his dog near Bedford. Still, still listening, still walking the dog. That was ages ago, wasn't it? And he's put doggy in cow poo. Yuck. Hmm, there's a, a sort of animal poo thing is, yeah. running through this. Somebody I, else I always has, have, I've uh, always thought this was the perfect accompaniment to animal excrement. <laughs> um, what about adventures. The, um, the people helping out at Equine Market Watch? I can't see They're them. They're picking They've up moved. horse poo as well. What's going oh, on? Pete goodness, in Bromyard. Really. Is this the, 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 the biggest section of our Venn diagram of <laughs> listeners? Is people somehow viscerally involved with excrement? <laughs> oh. oh, no. It's, I, I, was, I was hoping people would say, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm doing open heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. Listening to... Actually, they probably have to switch it off in the open heart surgery. Yeah, there might thing. be a rule. There might be a rule. Yeah. I understand they're quite strict <laughs> during open heart surgery. <laughs> in we play staying alive or something. <laughs> yeah, I prefer, exactly. I prefer to call them petty. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. They are they're pernicketous. Oh, political correctness gone mad, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I mean, do you have to wear the mask every time? Why can't you play Caroline by Quo? Why can't you have a smiling face on, uh, on the big smiley mouth on the mask? <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. We've had Sally Goulden. I like a full name. Mm, Quite retro on our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says, just off to the Swan Sanctuary to amputate a broken wing. Is that close enough to open heart surgery? Um, well, it's pretty close, I must mm. say. I hope um, she's some sort of uh, official person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not just a local, local do-gooder. <laughs> it went past last night and thought, something wrong with that wing. I'll, I'll go back and get my Stanley knife. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's that. I'd be quite frightened to amputate a swan's wing. No, they're not. They're not very chilled out, are they? They're aggressive. <laughs> what do in they the do? Extreme. What do they do with the broken wings? Do I don't know, but I take I'd these broken wings and <laughs> learn to fly learn again. To fly again. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, if, if they've got nothing, if, if they're going to throw it away, I'd be happy for them yeah. to put it in a jiffy and yeah. send it into the show. <laughs> <laughs> send it oh, to God. what's the pet shop called? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could use it at home for dusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, sma- be smashing in a pillow. <laughs> you know, Dustin, my uh, my male lover. <laughs> oh, he loves a feather thrashing. 
Frank, we've had another text in from Graham in Maidstone. Uh, hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. What do you think about tech speak and normal conversation? Oh, I like normal conversation. Was watching 8 out of oh, 10 cats last night. 8 out of 10 cats, OK. And one of the guests uttered soz in the middle of an answer. I almost turned the programme off. I, I have to say, and, and, and I don't think that is text speak. It might be used as text speak, but I used to say soz when I was at school. I agree. I, I mm. don't think soz is text speak. So, soz about that? Although, I mean, I have turned several panel games off in my life, but that's not why. Yeah. <laughs> so, soz about that. Yeah, yeah. soz, I think, is fine. Definitely. Soz, yeah. That's a coincidence, because I met um, Elton John's old English teacher. Oh. Did you? This week. Yeah. And he was telling me when they did vocabulary... That sorry was the word that Elton had the biggest, <laughs> biggest <laughs> problem. Where far and away, Corbett loved saying it. Didn't yeah, he? <laughs> but um, Elton found it far and away the hardest. Yeah, <laughs> of all the yeah, weird. And we've also got um, Ellie who says listening to you while waxing down my surfboard. Yeah, it wasn't the girl who was going to fix the uh, swan's wing called Ellie. No, that was Sally Golden. Oh, I'm thinking of Ellie Golding, aren't I? Yes, I'm going to say, I, I, don't, I don't want her going out there <laughs> waiting for a wave before she can get to the poor injured swan. She's waxing her surfboard. Yeah. I thought it was a bit chilly for that kind of... You uh, think, but I think this is the... Is it, is it about the warmest time of year for, for the sea? Is Isn't it? it? Doesn't it get warmer as... Uh, it's a bit late to start a full-scale texting. It's very interesting to know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the sea, I wouldn't know. Oh, <laughs> it's one of my worst things. Yeah, I hate the sea. It's very overrated. <laughs> no, I like looking at it, but I don't like being uh, underneath it. It's no. got a lot of market share for something that's not that popular, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> doing all right. People are drawn to it, like like uh, like your son to a conker. <laughs> I may say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds creepy now, but yeah. I suppose you meant it that way. Speaking of uh, speaking of unexpected moisture. Mm-hmm. What about that uh, Nancy DeLolio thing oh, on... Uh, sabotage. On, on Strictly Come Dancing. She went to put on a lovely dress. Well, you say was, lovely. Well, I thought it was quite nice. Lime green, bit of chiffon, my favourites. Oh, pistachios. Dustin likes it, doesn't he? And, uh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And he... Uh, and it was soaking wet. Apparently. Sabotage. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I was the policeman investigating that, my first call would be David Walliams. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're not that far from the Thames at the BBC and he's probably going past and he's seen a bit, the light catch a bit of lime green chiffon and he couldn't resist. Yeah, he loves to dress you up, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm told he travels almost exclusively by sewer now. <laughs> now, he's got a now he's got a taste for it. No, it's... Uh, it, well, that was a mysterious... I don't think... I saw her dance. It oh, was yeah. rubbish. Is this when she oh, dropped fine. the feather boa on the floor and was just sort of She had an about. incident with a pistachio feather boa. Who hasn't? Um, <laughs> but not on national telly. Yeah, Anton, Anton smiles through everything, Frank. No, he's amazing. Oh, but the thing is, the advantage is he's extremely porous. <laughs> so he would... He's, he's got skin like chamois leather. He would have taken most of it in on himself. <laughs> I like the fact that she said Edwina Curry is not glamorous yeah. enough. Yeah. They're she's having a feud. A, she's obsessed with glamour, that woman. I think mm. that it was when... Sven went to Leicester City. That might have been a turning point <laughs> in their relationship. With glamour. <laughs> yeah, so he pushed it too far. What's I'll weird be... is how many series of Strictly Come Dancing there's been that haven't had a sabotage story. You think, 
if ever there was a, a sabotage story waiting to happen, this yeah. is it, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think you could have ended that sentence with how weird how many series of Strictly Come Dancing there's been. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we can't sit here talking all day, us monkeys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, not the uh, not the weekend podcast will be available this week. That's uh, completely different stuff. What we do, um, the three of us, and uh, that's available from Wednesday morning. It's been um, lovely talking to you this morning. Um, now get out. Frank, Frank, Frank Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio.